Now, God, have your way. Word in my mouth. Give me what to say and how to say. And when I take the praise for you, in Jesus' name I pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. Just a reminder, amen, for all the men are on the same page. Amen. Lady McGraw has stated it, but we're not meeting at 6. We're meeting at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, amen. My brother John went out yesterday and put the flyers out everywhere. Amen. For the area that we're going to be at. He's at work right now. That's why he's not here. He's uh, set on another union contract. But he went out in the area and canvassed the area with flyers. And he put them up and down. Amen. We can see him on Facebook doing that. Amen. Representing Praise Chapel. Amen. Amen. He's volunteering his time and his commitment. And we appreciate that. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to ask all the brothers to please be at 10. Amen. We're going to be prepared to give out food and clothing. Amen. At the site that we're going to. Amen. Amen. Reminder for the ladies, we're having Zuma on Friday nights. Amen. We'll be asking all the ladies to please go with Lady McGraw to a breakfast. She, she told you that the breakfast is paid for, so have free breakfast on First Lady. Amen. And enjoy the fellowship. Amen. With Maranatha, Church of God in Christ. Amen. Amen. We are in our third part of this series. Amen. God cares for you. Amen. And coming out of the book of First Peter, the fifth chapter, verses six through nine. Amen. Thank God. For, amen. For my Aunt Christine being here. Amen. She come up from Las Vegas. Amen. And appreciate her surprising, at least me anyway. When I turned around and seen her, I was like, Lord, have mercy here. I look like Aunt Christine. Amen. So I appreciate to see her on today. Amen. Amen. First Peter, the fifth chapter, verses six through nine. And the Bible reads, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brothering that are in the world. The word of the Lord is blessed. You may be seated. When we think about these scriptures, amen, it's kind of uh, so simple to understand it because it feels like it's talking directly to you in the state that we live in today. So when we look at the scripture, we understand that our duty is to resist the devil. That's just the duty of the believer. If you are a believer, your duty is to resist the devil and to be steadfast in our resistance. Note what is that Satan is after. He is after something. He's trying to take something from us. And the believer understands that Satan is after the believer's faith. He's trying to steal your faith. Trying to shake in what you believe in God. He wants the believer to deny his faith. To turn away from Christ. The devil's crowd, the devil's people, the devil's imps, his followers may say, oh, come on. It won't hurt you if you just do this and do that. Oh, they may say, do it your, or do it your own thing. Just do whatever you want to do. Do it your way. 
Do your own thing. Don't worry about what the Bible says. Amen. Don't worry about what the saints are saying. Do it your own way. It doesn't matter if they're standards. You don't got to live up to them standards. Do what you want to do. Or they may say to you, you're a fool if you don't get all you can while you're living on this earth. Do what you're going to do. Enjoy life. Amen. And they may say, live, drink, and just have a good time. Amen. The enemy's trying to destroy us. A person's desires and lust may want more and more of the possessions and the pleasure of this world. The temptations will always be there. Can I say that again? Temptations will always be there. I don't care how saved you are. I don't care how much Holy Ghost you got. Temptations will always be there. Amen. To turn away us from Christ and his righteousness. He's trying to turn you from Christ and his righteousness through temptations. Do I got to witness anybody? Uh, to turn away from one's faith and to return to the world and its ways. Our duty, somebody say our duty, is to resist the devil. That's your duty. Your duty is to resist the devil, stand fastly in the faith, trust in God for the necessary strength. You're trusting God for the necessary strength to conquer the temptations. The Bible says that you're more than a conqueror. If God be for you, who can be against you? Understand this, the believers to keep in mind the fact that other believers are suffering the same afflictions of the devil. And they are conquering them. You're not the only one being attacked. Other believers are being attacked, but they are conquering every attack because they're standing upon their faith in God. Amen. There's nobody going through nothing that you already are going through or about to go through. And there's some believers that proven that they hold that peace, believe in God, trust in God, they can conquer the enemy. We got great examples. Amen. That you are a winner. That you can make it. That you're more than a conqueror. You have many examples time and time again. No matter what you go through, you still win. Do I got to witness? When a believer refuses to go along with the world and his ways, he is misunderstood. Can I say that again? When we refuse to go along with the crowd, when we refuse to go along with the ways of the world, we are often misunderstood. Uh, withdrawn from, people push themselves away from us. They ridicule us, laugh at us, abuse us, and even persecuted by unbelievers. In addition, he is attacked and tempted by the devil. So you don't got folks just bothering you, then the devil comes and mess with you. Because you're trying to stand up for what is right. Do I got to witness anybody? You think about this. Believers of Peter's day were suffering terrible attacks from Satan. Attacks that have broken out in severe persecution. How do believers stand against such much of this persecution? By keeping in mind that other believers are also being attacked. Sometimes we feel like we're the only one being messed with. You ain't that special. 
said, well, now he said, he's messed me on this side and messed me on this side. The Bible says he would have put more on you that you can bear. Amen. Somebody said, I can bear it. I can bear it. I can go through this. I, I'm going to make it. He's not going to take away my faith. He's not going to shake my salvation. He's not going to steal my peace. Amen. He's not going to take my love away. I'm going to believe in God no matter what happens. I'm going to trust God, and I'm not going to go backwards. Can I, do I got to witness anybody? So I'm not moving backwards because I'm believing in God. And many are faithfully resisting the devil. So many people are faithfully resisting the devil. Faithfully resisting them. Somebody said faithfully. We just don't resist them, amen, on Sunday. But we faithfully resist the devil seven days a week. Amen, amen. He comes at you, amen, at your weakest moments. That's why we got to continue to watch. Somebody said watch and pray. Do I got to witness anybody? Think about this. They are standing steadfast. Where in that faith? We're standing steadfast in our faith. Therefore, there's examples, amen, encourages us. How when people stand in their faith, their examples encourages me. And let me know if Ella Bradley can go through it, I can make it. Amen. If Gerald can make it, I can make it. And Mother Sanford can make it, I can make it. It encourages me. Yeah. Well, I got to witness anybody. We're not standing alone, but we have other believers standing with us saying, look, I went through it, you can make it. Amen. Amen. Ella Huffman said in the Sunday school, sometimes we wrestle with this scripture. Amen. But we got to count it all joy when we're going through our trials and our tribulations. Oh, I got to witness anybody. Somebody said you got to put a praise on it sometime. You got to put a dance on it sometime. You got to put a worship on it sometime. Oh, I got to witness anybody. You got to praise it. Lord, I thank you that I'm yet alive. Lord, I thank you for a roof over my head. Lord, I thank you for making a way for me. Somebody said, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. See, they stand fast for Christ. Therefore, we must let their examples do what? Stir us up. That example of somebody else's life sometimes stirs you up. Stirs me up to see Ella Huffman go through and say, okay, he went through it. He didn't fall. It stirs me up to stand. I don't got to look out in the world how to stand. I look at my brothers and my sisters. Amen. Amen. If Mother Mason can stand, I can stand. If she can pray through, I can pray through. If she can worship, I can worship. Oh, I got to witness anybody. We got examples in the, here in the church that we can go through trials with joy. We can go through trials with peace and happiness. So I got to witness anybody. All of us is going through something that's about how do you go through it will help your neighbor. So I got to witness anybody. We're helpers one to another. Uh, I said we're helpers one to another. And we're examples how to go through it, praising the Lord. We must use their examples to excite us. I use people's examples how they like to excite me. Because I say, oh, if they did this, I can do this. Amen. I think about my father oftentimes. Amen. I used to get so upset when he used to say this little saying. As he was sick in his body and I seen the stroke and I see the illness. And he would get up with such excitement and say, it's a win-win situation. Yeah. 
on both ends. But you got to live right. So I said, you got to live right. You got to live right. You got to live right. Do I got to witness anybody? Well, let's go to the Bible in the book of Romans 6 and 13. Romans 6 and 13 declares it like this. Neither yield you your members. Lord, have mercy here. Romans the 6, chapter 6, 13. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. What are the members they talking about? Your mouth, your hands, your eyes, your body. Don't yield your members, which is your body, unto sin. I'm not going to yield my mouth unto sin, my hands, my eyes, my feet where I go. I'm not going to yield it unto sin, my members. You have control of your body. I guess I'm in the wrong church. You have control where you go, what comes out your mouth, how you react, what you say. You have control of you. Nobody has control of you unless you give them control of you. I'm not giving nobody that much control over me that they can control what comes out of my mouth. Can control what my feet go, what I look at, what I say, and how I respond. I'm responsible for me. You got to take accountability of where you go, what you say, what you hear, because you're not going to yield you your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Somebody say, don't yield, don't yield. I know they made you mad, but don't yield. I know they're talking about you, but don't yield. I know they're lying on you, but don't yield. I know they stole from you, but don't yield your members unto sin. Have some self-control. Somebody say, you got to fight. You got to fight now. You got to fight. You got to fight because the devil ain't going to play fair. He's going to make you yield your members. He's going to make you say something that you can't take back. He's going to make your hands hit that, that you can't take back. He's going to cause you to go make a drive-by that you should not go by. Do I got to witness anybody? Can I talk to you all today? I mean, don't yield yourself into sin, but resist it. I gotta witness anybody. Yeah. Amen. I know you've grown, man, but you can show maturity by how you yield your members. Yeah. Somebody said you mature when you can yield. You, you can be, show maturity when you can stop yourself. Yeah. Amen. Not to yield to unrighteousness unto what sin. But the Bible says, but yield yourself unto God. I'm going to yield myself to God. I'm going to say, yes, God, I'll shut up. Yes, God, let your will be done. Yes, God, I won't do that. Yes, God, I'll obey. I yield myself to God. And guess what? He don't make you do that. It's a choice. Everything's a choice. You have a free will. He didn't make you a robot. He didn't make you not to have a free will. He gives us choices. Somebody said choices. So I have to choose, and then I'm going to yield myself to God. Somebody says, it's your choice. It's your choice. So you can't get mad at nobody. You can't get mad at the devil. And then you have to make a choice that you're going to yield yourself to God. Somebody says, yield yourself to God. And the Bible says, as, as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments, your members as instruments, your feet, your mouth, your lips, your hands, your total being, your tell who you are, you yield your, all of you, your whole body, as an instrument of righteousness unto God. So my whole body belongs to God. Somebody say, your whole body. 
belongs to God. Amen, amen, amen. When you belong to God, amen, you're not going to upset God. Oh, I got to witness anybody. Let's go back to the Bible. Go to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. And the Bible says, There have no temptation taken you but such as common to man. Somebody say common to man. You had not been tempted, amen, no different than anybody else. That's common to man. The same temptation that Bradley has, I have. It's not common. It's not uncommon. Amen. So he tells me he can go through. He's telling me, look, if I can do it, you can do it. Amen. And then another sister can tell to another sister, if I can do it, you can do it. Amen. Common to man, but God is what? Faithful. Somebody say, but God is what? He's faithful. Somebody say, he's faithful. Don't you know God is faithful? Somebody said, but God is faithful. Come on, read the Bible with me. Come on, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able? He didn't say temptation would not come. You're going to be tempted. Temptation's walking everywhere. You're going to be tempted. It's going to come knock at your door, call you up, come by you, stop by you. Wherever you at, it's showing up. Just because you say that doesn't mean that I don't show up no more. You in this world, you living. It's coming. Somebody say, it's coming. But guess what? You can handle it. Attempt it above that you are able. He said, I'm not going to take it to the point that you're not able. He knows your limitations. He knows how much you can handle. He's not going to, but he's not going to allow you to go through it without no help. That's why the word says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Can I preach and teach at the same time? Turn to you as a neighbor. You can, you can handle it. You, you, you got some, you're stronger than what you think you are. Uh, you're stronger than what you believe you are. You can handle that temptation. You can handle that. You can handle what the enemy's breaking your way. Amen. You just got to stand on the word of God. Do I got to witness anybody? How do we fight? We fight with the word. We fight with the word of God. That's why we got to hide the word deep down in our hearts that we don't what? Sin against him. Somebody said, what's in your heart? What's in your heart? What's in your heart's going to come out? What's in your heart's going to come out? The issues of life lies in your heart. So if you're feeding your heart sinful stuff, that's what's in your heart. That's why you got to hide the word down in your heart that you don't sin against him. I say you need the word in your heart. You don't need no cussing in your heart. No, I gotta witness anybody. You don't need no lying in your heart. But you need the word. Somebody say, I need the word. I need the word. I need the word. Can I preach and teach at the same time? Now look at the word with me back in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. He says, But will with the temptation. Now temptation is coming. With the temptation, also make a way to escape. Temptation shows up. That's why you got to watch and pray. You, if you're not watching and praying, you can't see the escape route. You got to watch and pray. Without watching and praying, how can God give you an escape route? But if you just focus on the temptation and you're not watching and praying, your mind is just on that. But when you begin to uh, deflect your mind away from the temptation, deflect your mind, you have to deflect your mind. You got to turn your mind away from that and begin to watch and pray. God will make a way to escape 
They may grab you by the coattail, but he'll make a way for you to escape. Might grab you by the ankles, but he may give, he'll give you a way how to escape. Yeah. Boy, I got to witness anybody. Yeah. The problem is we don't know how to shake, uh, shake off the devil. Amen. We let him to hold on. Amen. And, he dra- and then he's dragging you there. Escape means you kick him off. Get off me. Get me behind me. Don't get in my mind. Get out of my mind. Do I got to witness anybody? Somebody say, he'll make a way. Then the word says that you may be able to bear it. Somebody say, you will be able to bear it. Well, bear me, that means you can handle it. You can go through this thing. Can I preach and teach at the same time? Amen. I know every now and then. Every now and then. Amen. You get angry. I am I by myself. You get angry, somebody say every now and then. I get a little angry. But the Bible tells us about this. Go to Ephesians. Go to Ephesians. Fourth chapter. Verse 26 to 27. Ephesians 4, 26 to 27. And the Bible reads, be ye angry. He's giving you the okay to be angry. He says, you can't be angry. Be ye angry. And sin not. You can be angry, but you don't have to sin. You can get on my last nerves, but I don't have to sin. You can do something that irritate me to death, but I don't got to sin. You can make me so angry, I don't got to act on my anger. I'm not going to agree with you all the time. You're going to make me mad, but I don't got to sin because you made me mad. I'm not going to agree. I'm not going to agree all the time with you, but it's not going to cause me to sin. I'm angry, but I'm not going to act on it. I'm angry, but I'm not going to sin. I'm angry, but I'm not going to lose my salvation. I'm angry, but you're not going to take my joy. I'm angry, but I still got my peace. I'm not going to sin behind you getting me angry. I ain't falling for that trap again. That's temptation. That's the enemy. I'm not falling for it. You got me angry, but I'm not going to react. You're not going to get me to act like the old person I once was. And you're not going to make me go backwards. Because the Bible reminds me that I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. So I go through stuff differently now. Somebody says you're different. You're different. Uh, somebody said, and sin not. And look at the word. Who's still, who got the Bible? Who got the Bible? Ephesians 4, 26-27 says, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Don't close your eyes and go to sleep mad. You better get that right before you go get mad. So I got to witness anybody. You ain't promised to wake up the next day. You go to bed all mad and all upset and you die in your sleep. Lord have mercy here. Amen. I don't want to die in my sleep angry. I want to die happy. Die in peace. Die in joy. Because I didn't get it right before I closed my eyes. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Amen. Let him grow. Amen. I may be mad at each other. Amen. And sleep way over here. Sleep way over here. But I ain't going to bed mad. I ain't going to bed mad. You go. I watch my TV. You watch your TV. But we still happy. We just had a disagreement. There's things that's wrong with having disagreements. But I ain't going to bed all mad and sleeping on that and having nightmares.
everybody. It ain't just with your spouse, with your children too. With your family members too, with your friends and whoever you have a relationship with, you better get it right. Hey man, I don't want to go mad, mad, bed mad at no member at Praise Chapel. When I go to bed, I want to have good thoughts about every member. Amen. Good thoughts about every member of the church. Amen. I don't want nothing bad coming in my thoughts. Amen. I said, Lord, even when you showed me something, help me not to get mad. Even when you revealed it in my spirit, help me not to get mad. Even when you give me intellect about the situation, allow me not to get mad. But help me to help me with maturity and growth and understanding and wisdom and foresight. Help me, Jesus. Oh, I got to witness anybody. Somebody said, you got to have some foresight. You got to say, Lord, help me. That's why we got to put on God. Somebody said, you got to put on God. Ephesians 6 and 13 says like this. Go to the Bible. It's Ephesians 6 and 13. It says, we'll partake unto you who? The whole armor of God. You got to take on the whole Bible. Your armor is the Bible. Take unto you the whole Bible. He is the God of the Bible. The whole armor of God, but the whole armor of God, that you may be able to what withstand in the evil day, and having all done all, what you're gonna stand? You can stand because you got the word. You got to stand because you got the armor. You got the whole Bible in your heart, down in your bosom. You got the word that's gonna keep you and help you stand against the wiles of the devil. Can I preach and teach at the same time? You wonder why you keep falling. You don't got the right armor on. You wonder you keep getting, getting messed up because you don't got the Bible. Somebody say, you need the Bible. You need the Bible. You need the Bible. You got to study, meditate, and do what? Apply it. Study, meditate, do what? Apply it. There's one thing to know it. Can you live it? Can you live it? Somebody say, can you live it? Amen. The test will show. You can tell me, but the test is coming. Temptation is coming. And when that test comes and temptation comes, you can really see if you can live the Bible. Ooh, quiet now. When tests come your way, when temptation comes your way, you will see if you can really live the Bible. Tests is coming. Temptation is coming. But can you live what the Bible says? Can you love them that persecute you? Can you love your enemies? Lord, have mercy here. I, am I preaching the wrong thing up in here today? Amen. The test is coming. Keep on living. My daddy said, boy, keep on living. You're going to get tested. Boy, keep on living. Your temptation is going to come. Keep on living. Trials is going to come. I said, well, daddy said, boy, just keep living. We're going to see what you're really made of. You know, and nobody judges nobody. We can see what you're made of. Do you come from good stock? Do you come from good prayer? Do you got a good foundation? Are you strong enough to bear it when the wind blows your way? Do you bend and break or do you just wave back at the thing? Do I got to witness anybody? Can I, can, I, can I preach and teach at the same time? I'm really trying to help somebody here. Amen. Because I understand that it's all coming. Somebody said it's coming. It's coming. It comes to me all the time. I, I know it's coming because like my daddy told me, keep living. Guess what? I don't live and it's happening. I've been talked about, I've been laughed at, I've been put down, I've been judged, I've been ridiculed, I, I've been betrayed, I've been all that, but I still believe God. I've been lied to, I've been mistreated, I've been persecuted the way because how I look, how I speak, how I teach, how I preach. I've been doing all that, but God is still faithful. 
to be a, a D student. Amen. In Christ's church. A lot of saints just want to be a D. I just want to pass. But I want to have an A. I, I want to go through with stars. I want to go through it. Amen. Victorious. I don't just want to barely pass. I, I want to pass with victorious. No, I got to win this anybody. Amen. I mean, and it says the righteous is going to what? Scarcely make it in. Amen. I'm going to scarcely make it in just by being righteous. Just by doing what is right, I'm going to barely make it in there. So I don't need no D. I need an A. Oh, I got to witness anybody. And the Bible tells us how to do this. Go to James 4 and 7. James 4 and 7. James, amen, the fourth chapter, verse number 7. James 4 and 7. Amen. And the Bible says it like this. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Mm. Who are you submitting to, the God or man or, or the devil, temptation, your lust? What are you uh, su uh, uh, submitting to? The Bible says submit yourself, therefore, to God. And then it tells you to do something. Resist the devil. I'm going to submit myself to God. Then when the devil comes, i got to resist it. So the, the less we know in this text, even though I've submitted to God, that doesn't mean that the devil is not going to show up. A lot of people think when you say he's not going to bother you. That ain't what the Bible said. The Bible said, submit yourself to God, resist the devil. I got to submit to God, the devil's still going to come, but I still got to resist him. I'm in God, I'm saved with the Holy Ghost, but the devil still shows up.
because I know in the end I'm going to win. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. I'm more than a conqueror. If God is on my side, it doesn't matter what the enemy says. I'm a winner. So I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. And my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and his glory. Do I got to witness anybody? I tell you, for the next 30 seconds, come on, give God your best praise. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, give God some praise. That's it. That's it. Come on, put them hands together. Come on. Come on, give them hands and praise God. Woo! Come on, praise him. Come on and praise him. J-E-S-U-S 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 J
Jesus, 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 power, 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 power,
He saved my soul. He filled me with the Holy Ghost. He healed my body. He saved my soul. That's what he's done. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
done for me. You done for me. You done for me. You done for me. You done for me. Say you done, you've done it. You've done it, you've done it. He done it, he done it. He done it, he done it. Said you done for me. Come on, that's a good place to praise him. That's a good place to praise him. That's a good place to praise him. Hallelujah. You done for me. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Let me. Whatever you need. Whatever. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. The Lord has it. Whatever you need. The Lord has it. Come on, somebody say, whatever you need. The Lord has it. If you need more joy, the Lord has it. If you need more peace, the Lord has it. Whatever you need. I feel the presence of the Lord in this house. I feel his presence. I feel his presence. I feel his presence in this house. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus.